0: Welcome to the Women's Forum, a forum where we look at issues affecting women. I'm Marvelous Huye. Tonight on the Women's Forum, we have one of the victims of human trafficking, Nancy Moyo, who says she just escaped from her employer where she was being held captive, and is now at a shelter in Kuwait. Nancy is one of the 200 women that are believed to have been trafficked to Kuwait under the guise of greener pastures, but were later given menial jobs or turned into slaves, with some of them being sexually abused. Welcome to the Women's Forum, Nancy. Oh, hi, how are you? Tell us about your situation. What is happening right now to you in Kuwait?
1: I came from Zimbabwe to Kuwait when I arrived in Kuwait. I was visited at the airport by the driver. He came to pick me up. When we were in the parking lot, he took a form which he said I was supposed to sign. I was about to sign my contract, but when I realized that the money I had been promised was not the money that I was going to be paid, it was recently rented Then I asked him, how much is the venture paid in US dollars? And then you told me it hundred and fifty 150 or $250, depending on the bank rate. And then I asked him, how can you say you are going to be paid $250 when you were told you are going to get 800 or more US dollars? And then you said, ah, that was a joke. We are going to be getting this money. Just get in the car, let's go. So we went to the house where I was supposed to work. When I arrested the house no one spoke English, they only understood Arabic. I tried to communicate with them but we couldn't understand each other. So when I was at the Africa, when I was told that I was going to defend to Saudi Arabia. I asked them how can I defend to Saudi Arabia? I came to work in Kuwait and then they said that's not our problem if the audience did not tell you. But you're going to Saudi Arabia, but you're going to Saudi Arabia.
0: What happened when you arrived in Saudi Arabia? What decision did you make?
1: When you arrived in Saudi Arabia, I asked her, can you pay me my money? And then she refused to pay me my money, telling me that. Well, how can I pay you your money when you're working here in Saudi Arabia? I will not give you money. But when I realized that Saudi Arabia is very far from Kuwait, I have to make a decision that this they have to take me back to Kuwait. So I pretended to be sick. When I pretended to be sick, they took me back to Kuwait. The brother and the mother were had given us to Kuwait to Saudi Arabia. When you go to Kuwait, then I say to the brother, why don't you take me back to the office so that I... Well, this parents are family I go back to Zimbabwe. I tried to communicate to the office telling them I was not my place that this day they didn't pay me my money for the matter that I have worked for them. They didn't come or give me any help. They just told them to bring me back to the office.
0: How long were you with this family for and how were they treating you?
1: In reality, they also they the temptation to rape you because they access your room anytime they wanted. So I also told them that they didn't have power. So I really intended to tell my madam this to your voice. Know, I to let them then you should tell you are lying. And we Muslims, we don't accept that Christians, poor, and then Why would my son try to rape you? Sometimes crime because they could not give us anything to eat or water to drink. They would tell you you have to stand and work. No, you don't have to sit or do anything. They, could, they couldn't allow communication with our families. But I did in my phone amongst my children. So one day when I was in the house, I managed to see the Wi-Fi password. But then I started to get access to my phone. So when I started getting access to my phone... I told people, you know, one of my family members they home is Zimbabwe, to Google the number of the Zimbabwe members here in Kuwait. So when you, when you did that, you send me the number, I kept the number with me. So we stayed and they started sending me to other families. So one day they sent me to another family. So when I was a that family... Money went missing, and I was saying, You are the pay We have never used any money, so the money is selling for you. And then they flipped my bag, and then they did defend the money. And then they said, We are taking you back to the agency. We are good for nothing. Then I asked them, What about my money for all the money they said? And then why should we pay you? We, we bought you at an expensive price. We are not going to pay you anything. So when the driver came to pick me up at the house, the driver from the agent, but then he told me that they didn't give me your passport, they said that they will remain with your passport because you stole from them. So your family has to give us $2,500 to pay the family from them to give you your passport. So I'm now taking you to another family. So then you say, for now, I'll take you to the office. You go and rest for a day, then tomorrow morning, now come and and she'll take you to the other family. So then we go to the office. So it was an apartment or flat where we arrived. We took a lift and then got up we were in the floor.
0: So, when you arrived at this place where you were taken, were there any other Zimbabwean women and and also other yes.
1: nationalities? Yes, there were three Zimbabwean women. One who had escaped through the window from her employers, two others were fallen and then their employers didn't take them for any education. They just came and dropped the leg, the agent, and then they got a replacement and then just left them like that. And there was a, a Malaysian woman who had worked for three years, eight months in Kuwait, but was never paid. So she, she, she was saying, I just want my passport so that I can go back home now. And there was a Filipino woman who was working for the audience. Who was the, like the caretaker of the house, but there was no food, nothing at all, not even water. There was nothing. So, when we go to the house, we started saying that when so we just gave each other courage, and they said, if we don't escape now, there's never going to be a chance that we are going to be able to escape. Because the big guys, when I was in the car, they were it was, it never was talking to the boys on the phone, saying, Zimbabweans are not becoming a problem. We have to send them far, far away because they are losing money because we are replacing them when they are taken back to their country. The people who are replacing them, we are giving them their money. So we are going to send them to Saudi Arabia, Oman, Turkey, far away, they cannot escape. And then we will do no road through six, in six years. So the final thing with my peers is that this is what they were saying. This is the time we have to escape, because if we don't escape now, these guys are going to send us that away where we can escape. So we then discussed the strategy for us to get out of that apartment. We had to tell the kids from the Filipino woman who was taking care, of was the caretaker of them. So when she went to get a bus, that's when we saw the kids and then opened the door and then we locked the door and we ran. We were in the 18th floor. We ran from 18th floor. We ran the stairs up to the 14th floor because the elevator was not We did we go to the 14th floor, Then we got out. We couldn't run anymore because we were tired. We were hungry. We had not eaten. We couldn't run anymore. But then we just uh, said, let's use the elevator. But when we used the elevator, when the then elevator was taking from the first plum, we then ran out of the building. And then we unfortunately said, uh, taxi did for us, but we didn't have any money. So,
0: if you didn't have any money, how did you then take a taxi to your next destination?
1: Oh, we we had contacted uh, the guy at the Zimbabwe Embassy. Mr. Nguyen, we are told in our problem, and he said, if money is kept, just come straight to the embassy, I'm going to pay the money for the text. And we also conducted some of your fellow members as the so, remember, a decision to help us, because we were so helpless. We couldn't know who else to help us at the moment. But then we managed to get out, and Mr. Nguyen, paid the text to the how it goes to the embassy. That when we got job, we filled our information, and they took us here, self and now we are now waiting for us to stay, stay home, stay with our families.
0: Thank you very much, Nancy Moyo, for having been our guest here on the Women's Forum, a forum where we look at issues affecting women. I'm Marvelous Mphlanganya <laughs> Huye.